Welcome to the Korean Beauty Show, where we're talking all things Korean skincare, makeup, and more. If you want to learn about the hottest trending products and ingredients straight from South Korea, then this is the podcast for you. Each week, we'll be diving in to take a look at the latest trends and product releases with special guest interviews from the names behind the hottest Korean brands, as well as all the tips and tricks you need to perfect your K-beauty routine. I'm your host, Lauren Lee, professional K-beauty addict and founder of Korean beauty platform Style Story. Hi, KBs, and welcome back to the Korean Beauty Show. I'm Lauren Lee, and I'm excited to have you here with me again today as we continue to explore all things K-beauty. If this is your first time listening to The Korean Beauty Show, then welcome. I'm your host, Lauren Lee, and I've spent the last 10 years living and breathing all things K-beauty. I'm now based in Seoul, South Korea, and can't wait to share all the things I've learned living and working in the industry with you. This podcast is brought to you by Style Story for your dose of all things K-Beauty. Want to shop the hottest trending K-Beauty products? Head over to www.stylestory.com.au. Today, we're exploring what not to do when you start your Korean beauty routine. From ignoring your skin type to not patch testing, these are the four beginner K-Beauty mistakes to avoid. So the number one tip that I have for you guys when it comes to starting out your Korean beauty or any other routine really for that matter is to not be tempted to buy everything new all at once. I know that this can be really difficult, especially when you discover an entire collection of products that you've never seen or heard of before. You can get really excited and the temptation is just to shop and buy everything that you see. So what I would suggest to do instead is to try to plan your purchases in advance. And this is really just so that you give yourself and your skin some time to adapt to each new product. So a great way of doing this is to introduce a new product into your routine each time an old product runs out. So if your old toner dies, then you can replace it with a K-Beauty one. So when you replace the old products in your routine, you'll have space to work out what other things you might still need. And this just helps avoid wasting time and money and effort on products that don't really serve any useful purpose in your routine or that you don't end up using. So that leads me to my second tip. And these are kind of related because I find that people that tend to buy everything at once also tend to try everything at once. My number two tip is not to try or test everything at once. So when you put all the new things on your face all at the same time, there's no good way for you to measure what products are really working for you or worse and that is to pinpoint which ones are not working for you. And by that, I mean any products that either just don't agree with you, that are causing irritation, allergies, or anything like that. If you slap 12 new products on your face at the same time, you're going to have no way of knowing what product, and it may just be one product that's causing issues. So what to do instead? What I would suggest 
and this is for any new skincare product, is to patch test each of your products for a few days. If you're not sure how to patch test, then I would suggest to go back a couple of episodes where I discuss my tips for how to do this. But basically the idea behind patch testing is to test for any allergies or adverse reaction. And then you can introduce each new product slowly into your routine. So I hate to be the bearer of bad news because I know the last thing you want to do is put time and space in between your new product testing, but the ideal isolation test period for new products is actually two weeks for each product. This is what is recommended to work out whether a product is really compatible with your skin or not. So I know that can be difficult to wait for that long, but remember the skin renews itself every 28 days. So you'll need to patch test products for at least a month to work out whether they're good for you. And two weeks of testing a single product is actually the ideal way to do this. And again, the reason that we're doing this is because you won't know what ingredients or what products don't agree with you unless you've tested them first and tested them in isolation to other products. So that's essentially the reason why we patch test is because some ingredients are more prone to cause reactions than others, um, and particularly for those with sensitive skin types. Some of the ingredients that I would suggest to keep an eye out for if you're not sure whether you're sensitive to them or not are things like dyes, fragrances, parabens, alcohols, preservatives, sulfates, acids. All of these can be problematic for sensitive skin types um, and coconut oil, lanolin, essential oils, and isopropyl palmitate can also be problematic for people with acne-prone skin. So, Another one of my tips is if you're trying to save money while you're going through your patch testing, skincare samples and minis can be great for helping you work out which products do and don't fit with your skin before you dive in and buy the full size version. Now, my number three tip is ignoring your skin. Don't ignore your skin or your skin type. I know how tempting it can be when you see every influencer and their dog using a new product on Instagram raving on about it. But the simple fact is if that product that they're, you know, being paid probably to influence is not the right product for your skin type, it doesn't matter how many people say it's the best product ever, it probably won't work for you. And there's a reason that it's not a good idea to use products that aren't made for your specific skin type. And that's because incompatible products can cause your skin damage and they can even just cause things like a compromised barrier or acne. And that's not what the aim of the game is. So before making a new purchase, this would be my tip. First, make sure you know what your skin type actually is. And then second, match any new products that you're purchasing to your skin type. So if the product is for oily skin and you have dry skin, chances are you're going to be disappointed because the product is probably going to be overly dry and matte, which is basically the exact opposite of what your skin needs. So the other important thing to factor in is whether the product contains any ingredients that don't gel well with your skin. 
So you might not know which ingredients aren't right for you straight off the bat, but with a little detective work, like keeping a note of any products that don't agree with your your skin and the key ingredients in them, you'll be able to narrow down culprit ingredients so that you can avoid them in the future. And that goes back to my first tip about testing things before you dive right in. So you guys can see that these are actually all quite related. So my fourth tip, number four, is to not overdo it on the acids. So I know that BHAs, AHAs, and PHAs, all of these things are having a massive moment in skincare at the moment. Everyone is, you know, obsessed with all of these products. I can see it on Instagram and things like that. Um, and I get the attraction, right? You want to exfoliate all the dead skin away so that the baby soft stuff underneath is, you know, shining through. Hashtag skin goals. I get it. But you know what isn't skin goals? Over exfoliation. <laughs> okay. And I know from personal experience, guys, you only have one skin barrier. And if you destroy it by over exfoliating, you will be in a world of pain trying to rebuild it. Your barrier is made up of cells and lipids, natural oils, all things that are good, and it exists for a reason, which is to keep bacteria out and hydration in. So even though acids and exfoliation are all the rage at the moment, the best thing to do is to approach them with caution. If you are starting out, my advice would be to start out slowly. Use them once a week until you build up your tolerance. Now, some people never build up a tolerance to using acids more than once a week. I myself barely use them, and that's because I have really dry, really sensitive skin, and I find out that, and I find personally that whenever I introduce them to my routine, I just end up with problems down the road. It's just not worth it for me. My skin is just too sensitive. Not everyone is the same though. Some people can build up and build up to using some form of acid in their routine even every day. But I would suggest building up really slowly once or twice a week, then introducing, you know, if you, if you're using the acid for once a week for a month, then you might want to bump it up to two nights a week the next month. I'm very cautious in my approach, but I think that prevention is better than a cure and having lived through the pain of um, an over exfoliated skin barrier once before it's just not really an experience that I care to repeat so I'm probably overly cautious you guys might have more of an appetite for risk in which case go ahead but while you're using acids keep in mind these products are exfoliating the skin they're designed to exfoliate even though they're doing it on a chemical level so you might not see the instant results that is essentially what they're doing they are removing the dead skin cells from your skin. So while you're using these products, make sure that you keep your other exfoliating products like exfoliating scrubs to a minimum because you don't need to double up on stuff like that. They're doing the same thing, right? The other thing is if your skin starts to show signs of irritation, and by this I mean redness, sensitivity, unusual breakouts, things like that, then lay off the acids for a few weeks and then you can reintroduce them. So just to recap, these are my top four tips and these are applicable to any skincare routine, not just Korean beauty, but these are the most common things that I see people do when they're starting out with their skincare routine. And when people come to me with issues with their skin, nine and a half times out of 10, it goes back to one of these four things. 
So the tips are buying everything at once. The second tip is testing everything at once. The third tip is ignoring skin. Don't ignore your skin type. And the last one is overdoing it on the acids. So if you're looking to start out a new skincare routine or perfect your skincare routine, then those would be my four tips is to refrain from doing those four things. Now you might say, but I want to buy everything at once to maybe save on shipping or something like that. That's totally understandable and totally fine. But again, going back to the basics, replace new product when old product runs out. That's a great tip for basically everybody for saving money, for saving your skin. You can buy all the products at once, but just introduce them once at a time. So I would love to know, have you guys overdone it on the acids before? Have you ruined your skin's barrier? Have you accidentally tested 12 new products at once and thrown them all on your face? I would love it if you would let me know. You can also leave a review in Apple iTunes as well. And if you thought that this podcast was great and you'd like to hear more podcasts, then excellent. I would love to see you in the next episode. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you've made it this far, hopefully that means you've liked it. Make sure you hit subscribe so that you don't miss future episodes. Don't forget to leave me a rating and a review while you're there. And if you want to say hi, head on over to Instagram at lauren.kbeauty and leave me a DM. Until next time.